Hey guys, Parker Curtis here with another free seed special. We're offering our listeners a free four pack of Gelato Feminized Seeds with any purchase at homegrowncannabisco.com. So make sure to use promo code GELATO420. Let us handle the rest. Happy growing and enjoy the show. What's up, you wonderful growers? I'm Chronic from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, and I'm back with an all-new episode of the Homegrown Podcast brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. Be sure to check out www.homegrowncannabisco.com for all your top-notch cannabis seed needs. In this very special episode of the Homegrown Podcast, it is episode 60, we're going to be looking at some of the most notorious and original strains of cannabis cultivation, skunk, kush, and the 100% original Colombian haze, and we'll be discussing how they have shaped modern cannabis strains today. Be sure to pack a big fat bowl of some sticky icky or drop a dab like never before as we blaze into some incredible cannabis content. Let's begin. In this first segment of the Homegrown Podcast, we'll be discussing skunk, kush, and 100% original Colombian haze. Two of these strains we can actually really attribute to one person for making them known, bred, and so prolific through modern day cannabis, and that is Skunkman Sam or Sam Skunkman. Skunkman Sam, as I know him, is one of the original breeders of cannabis here in America, leading a group called Sacred Seeds in California, paving way for some incredibly noteworthy strains. Early on in his career, Skunkman Sam would hone in his genetic skills, carefully selecting various land-raised strains for his perfect masterpiece, Skunk. That's right, with his group Sacred Seeds, he led them to growing some of the most phenomenal cannabis strains California has ever seen. Skunk, for those that don't know its lineage, comes from a polyhybrid cross of two sativa land-raised strains called Colombian Gold and Acapulco Gold, and then they were crossed with an Afghani Indica. This created the notorious and prolific smelling strain we know as skunk. Now many cuts like skunk number one or any variety of skunk cuts do exist but the original came from Skunkman Sam out in California. Now as mentioned prior, I did say Skunkman Sam had his hand in getting two of these strains we're discussing today to us all. The second one would be 100% original Colombian Haze. Now he is not the original breeder as it was bred by a man named G and Santa Cruz in the mountains. However, Skunkman Sam is responsible for getting seeds that he honed in from G into the hands of countless breeders across America and the world. Sam and G were actually neighbors in the mountains of Santa Cruz in 1969, which is when they exchanged seeds. From there on, Sam grew them out and eventually would hand off seeds to breeders he trusted across the country and probably world. Some of these breeders being Todd McCormick, Mel Frank, and I'm sure some other big names got them as well. I myself have actually been fortunate enough to collect this wonderful land race strain from Sam's collection and I am proud to have them. It's a true relic of time. 100% original Colombian haze is definitely responsible for many strains being so successful in today's line of breeding. There are countless haze hybrids that would not be around if it weren't for G and Sam keeping this beautiful strain around for the rest of us to enjoy. Now the next strain we'll be discussing is going to be Kush. Now I know your instant thought is Kyle Cushman is the Cushman himself. He is the Kush King. <laughs> 
Kyle Cushman is a super rad guy and definitely can inhale some insane Kush. But the real original breeder of the original Kush was actually from a place I got to roam around growing up myself, Florida. That's right. Matt Bubba Burger or Bubba Kush and Josh D helped bring Bubba Kush to the entire world. Matt Burger is technically the original breeder of OG Kush or Bubba Kush. You all probably know Josh D's version as OG Kush. And that's because after taking a few cuts of a specific plant or plants, Josh D actually brought Bubba Kush back to his home state of California to grow outdoors to pheno hunt and maximize its potential. It was then that Josh D actually released his honed in pheno and it became known as OG Kush. Genetics still are unknown to this day, only Bubba and Josh really know, and I think they enjoy the mystery to be honest. I will say though, the amount of strains created through their wondrous creations have impacted cannabis as heavy as skunk and haze strains. They will forever be staples amongst the industry. I will say I was fortunate enough to actually get to meet Matt Berger in my time growing up and doing rebellious stuff. Through that time, I was lucky enough to meet a fellow friend of his who actually grew his genetics and allowed me to have some. One day, I'll germinate my original skunk I've collected, my original haze, and the original Bubba Kush that I have. Now that I got to tell you a little backstory to the breeders who crafted these wondrous strains and how these strains came to be, go ahead and smoke another fat bowl or drop another fat dab as we take a short break with at NateHammer420 from Instagram. I want to pause for a moment to tell you about a new range of homegrown seeds and where they have come from. When Isaac Newton coined the phrase, standing on the shoulders of giants, he was talking about the amazing minds that came before him. It's a phrase that embodies the homegrown collaboration with Steve D'Angelo, Kyle Cushman, Nikki Lestretto, and Swami Chaitanya. They are your giants. These legends are sharing more than just their vast amounts of knowledge. However, they also have a range of homegrown seeds we have lovingly christened cultivars with character. Each seed is a personal favorite, especially chosen pheno selected for resilience, reliability, and ease of growth. Basically, they're more forgiving phenotypes of classic, time-honored cultivars with all of the quality. My advice? Choose their seeds, stand on their shoulders, and aim high. It's exactly what they're here for. Head over to homegrowncannabisco.com for more details. And we're back from that amazing break with at NateHammer420 from Instagram. Be sure to check out his amazing content that he does with Homegrown Cannabis Co., Kyle Cushman, and many others. In this segment, we're going to be breaking down how skunk, kush, and haze strains have shaped modern day cannabis strains. Let's begin. First and foremost, let's talk about skunk. As skunk is probably one of the most sought after strains, whether you like a hybrid made from it, a cut of a specific skunk pheno, or an exotic that has come from it. Skunk is really highly sought after. Now whether you're a consumer or breeder seeking those loud flavors, smells, and absolutely brick wall effects, you truly can't go wrong with skunk. Heavy terpene profiles to fight inflammation, insomnia, anxiety, PTSD, cancerous tumors, and countless other mental and physical ailments can't lead you astray. That indica or heavy couch locking effect background will give your bowl a solid pack every time with skunk. Potency on most polyhybrid or skunk to strain hybrid crosses stay relatively potent too. 
anywhere from 16 to 28%, depending on the hybrids. And some of those exotics with the four to five crosses actually see 30%. Even though all that crossing goes on, skunk is so stable that its genetics comes out. Terpene profiles that include the notorious taste and smell of skunk like diesel and a very stout bud structure or nodal spacing. Skunk has been used by countless breeders to help induce appetite stimulants as well into strains as skunk itself has a very, very heavy appetite stimulant or munchie effect. So if you don't want the munchies, I would suggest more of a haze strain, which we'll break into that next. Now some notorious strains that were created from skunk are skunk dog, which is the super skunk times chem dog cross, skunk number four, which is a cut of skunk, rock bud, orange skunk, Super Skunk, and many other more various cuts and hybrids actually exist. Skunk is definitely one I recommend every consumer or cultivator to try. It's a wonderful strain, and if you want true skunk genetics that are stable, go ahead and grab some from www.homegrowncannabisco.com. Now our next strain we'll be discussing is the hay strains, and how hay strains have impacted modern day sativas and many indica hybrids. Now to go ahead and pause for a second, I don't want to confuse everyone, but for those listening, technically indica and sativa aren't the categorical way to describe plants biologically. You would actually talk about whether or not they came from an equatorial line or a mountainous region. So for your sativa or your haze-like plants, they're more your coastal regions or your equatorial plants. Haze is specifically known for its extremely energetic and coffee-like sensation, making you want to go, go, go. which matched or paired with a perfect mellow indica or mountainous region can create a very smooth and even balanced high. This is where many breeders took haze and utilized its vigorous vegetative growth, massive leaf size, and very long internodal spacing to increase yield potential, veg phase increases or overall effects of terpenes, compounds, flavors, or taste in some modern cannabis hybrids. Super Silver Haze, Amnesia Haze, Mexican Haze, 100% Original Colombian Haze, Purple Haze, Bubblegum Haze, Lemon Haze, Neville's Haze, and many, many more are serious staples to countless dispensaries, personal grows, and consumers for daily smokes. These hybrids have allowed those heavier sleepy strains or those mountainous indica-like strains a chance to be enjoyed by daily users who love the medicinal benefits but hate falling asleep. Haze will give you that nice jolt of energy needed to go about your day. The terpene profiles vary from lemons like lemonine and linalol to spicy terpenes like micrine. You'll even find various berry and diesel terpenes with certain hazes like Mexican haze or super silver haze. Haze is also given an incredible mold resistance and humidity resistance to countless strains making the hybrids perfectly ideal for outdoor coastal growers dealing with heavy winded and humid environments. Without haze, we would not have half of the exotics or hybrids on the markets currently that produce quality medical benefits or proper tasting lemon terpenes. Haze is really known for such high quality lemon profiles. Now, the last strain we'll be going over is Kush. And although it's last, it does not even remotely fall short. Kush is an absolute staple in this industry because it is an unknown hybrid that was grown for the environments of outdoor growing in Florida. Which, if you've never been to Florida, it's a legit swamp environment with 90 to 100 degree Fahrenheit temperatures or hotter with upwards of 60 to 90% humidity at all times. 
This creates a serious need for quality strains that have some heavy mold resistance, and Matt Bubba Burger crafted just that, Bubba Kush. Otherwise known as OG Kush, as Josh D took a cutting or a few back to California to grow them to their fullest potential, which the world would know and love as OG Kush. Now both these strains are practically identical, with Josh D's version having his preferred terpene profiles honed in from Bubba's version. Personally, I am a sucker for Bubba's version as coming from Florida, and that being the place I began consuming cannabis, Bubba Kush was always around, and the real deal too, it was incredible. So having those spicy yet berry tastes with a completely pine punch to the face on exhale was amazing. It was completely reminiscent of the 90s cannabis strains that people have always talked about. Pine is still one of my favorite terpenes to strains to this day. Now I didn't smoke in the 90s, cause I mean I was a child, like 5 years old or younger given the year, but countless growers and smokers of the early eras have always told me pine seems to be one of the most sought after terpenes and Kush really brought pine to many many strains out there. The profile of the pine forest came heavy and known from Josh D's OG Kush. It's straight up like a pine tree inhale and exhale, whereas Bubba's has a slight bit of variety and more pine on exhale. It's kind of crazy the difference. Now, that pine scent or terpene would actually prove beneficial in the years to come, as medical studies show us that pinene, alpha and beta pinene are heavily produced in OG Kush, Bubba Kush and a variety of Kush strains, especially like Purple Kush, as purple strains actually have a higher medical benefit found in them due to the anthocyanin. Now, pinene is responsible for anti-cancer, antimicrobial, antifungal, antiviral, antihyperglycemic, analgesic, anti-inflammatory, and anti-parasitic properties. This is where countless breeders sought to get their hands on the original versions or cuts of Josh D's OG Kush or Matt Bubba Burger's Bubba Kush. As these strains had such a value now for medical users, now that we had science to prove it. These pine terpenes that once disappeared during the early 2000s have now made a massive rise in popularity in exotic hybrids. Hybrids or original cuts of the version of these strains are now seeing a rise in purchase whether it's rec, med, or seeds for cultivating. These 90 strains and terpenes are becoming popular once more. So if it had not been for Matt Berger and Josh D, we would not have access to some of those terpenes that were once thought to be lost to time. Which that's a great place for me to leave off. I think it's quite vital for all of us cannabis cultivators to keep seeds and genetics around even if you don't think it would be a useful strain. Once a genetic is gone, it's generally gone forever. That's why preserving strains can allow us to advance our strains medically to help aid people much more directly for their problems they're dealing with. That random bag seed you may think is worthless could very well be a strain that you had no idea of its potential and what it could impact. I'm sure Josh D, Matt Berger, Skunkman Sam, or G never expected their strains to be impacting cannabis to this very day. That's why pollen chucking is so important not to do as a breeder. Learn from the dedicated work that these growers took the time to do. It takes years to pheno hunt quality traits that will last the testament of time. Don't just throw some pollen on a plant and think you've done it. There are a lot more years ahead of what you need to do until that genetic is perfect. And even then, it could further be perfected. Look at OG Kush and Bubba Kush. That's the beauty of keeping genetics around. You will never lose them and you can forever test the true potential of the plant. I hope you listeners enjoyed this episode of the Homegrown Podcast brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. 
If you want to check out any of the strains I mentioned, Homegrown Cannabis Co. has done an amazing job of collecting truly bred or originally bred strains and stabilize them for our use. Check out www.homegrowncannabisco.com for your top-notch cannabis seeds. I highly recommend them. I am Chronic from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube. And if you want to ask me any questions or just chat with me, head over to www.homegrowncannabisco.community and sign up for free today and just tag Chronic, that's K-R-O-N-I-C, and ask me any questions you have. If you want an easy way to document your grows, check out www.homegrowndiary.com and sign up for free where you can document your grows with ease. Be sure to like Homegrown Cannabis Co. on Facebook to check out free seed giveaways and growing lives with Kyle Cushman and Nate Hammer. Follow at Homegrown World on Instagram to stay up to date daily. And as always, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Much love, happy growing, and peace. Hey guys, Parker Curtis here with another free seed special. We're offering our listeners a free four pack of Gelato Feminized Seeds with any purchase at homegrowncannabisco.com. So make sure to use promo code GELATO420, let us handle the rest. Happy growing and enjoy the show.